All right, we live, man. Welcome to the first episode of the Desk of a Center, uh, hosted by Brandon Trapp. I want to get into why you wanted to start this podcast, what it's going to be about, uh, who you want to reach, and then what was your motivation behind all of that. And then, of course, I'm going to ask some questions about you yourself, but I'm going to go ahead and give you a chance to introduce yourself to your audience because this is your platform. Tell us a little bit about yourself and then go right into why you wanted to start this podcast. Okay. Um, uh, like you said, my uh, name is Brandon Trapp from Greensboro, North Carolina. Just a just a simple guy. Not really too too much about me. Really, really big on keeping it kind of like organic with what I came from, where I came from. Reason for starting the podcast was that same thing. Um, what I came from, the people around me, the people that shaped me to be better. The people that, that kind of that could have shaped me to be worse, um, both of them played an integral part into who I am now. So uh, I, I take kind of like the bad with the podcast. Uh, my direction is uh, I take the bad, the good, wherever someone came from, whatever rock they crawled from under, whatever cave they came out of, whatever they upbringing looked like. If they took that and harnessed that and turned it into a plus, I want to talk to you. That, that's that's it's basically about it's exactly what it is uh, from the desk of a center, recognizing where I am and what I've been through, but not being content where I'm where I'm at, where I am, actually going for further than that. So okay, yeah. so so I mean, what, how you come up with the title though? I was uh, I came up with title. I was I was thinking like I wanted something to be catchy, something that uh, don't sound too you know. And I'm, I'm a very spiritual man, uh, but I didn't want to sound too out there that a person who is not like me wouldn't want to listen to it but really just identifying the fact that i'm a sinner you know we all are and you know i still have something to say so when i say from the death of a sinner it's it's my message from my sinful state or whatever state i'm in wherever i am i'm at that current position at that current time how i uh portray it to the audience is you know that's my truth so like I said, just connecting to those people and getting that that dialogue out, and you know, we're just having a, a conversation, you know, because I, I may say something that may help the next person, and that person may help me. We never know who we impacting. So, so you inviting everybody to the desk then? So, you know, if I if I'm an alcoholic, if I'm yeah. if I'm if, you know whatever it is, whatever dirt I got on me, you st- you want to talk to them? You want yes. them to come get something? So, I mean, what what is it? Is it is it? You want to hear their story and you want you want to hear you want to hear finished products like, hey, this is where I was. This is what I went through and this is where I'm at now. Or what What about the people that are still in that in that sunken place? Yeah. You know, you want to yeah. talk to them, too? I do. I do. Uh, uh, that, like I said, it's going to be like a it's going to be a, you know, kind of like a, a trampoline. So, you know, I, I, I jump on with my problems and hopefully. You know, when, I, when, you know, when the, the ball get rolling, rolling, cause you know, we, we declaring that when the ball starts to grow, we have a, a database of people that can actually, Hey, I heard the podcast. I listened to so-and-so talking that they are a crack addict. And I, I, I've know firsthand, I've been here. I know the, these contacts that you can get in touch with. So it become a hmm. one person kind of like pushes the other person. You know, it's, it's, we all, like I say, iron sharpening iron. That's all it is. So yeah, I want to talk to you in any state, any state. If it's if you're still in it and you're working your way out, you just can't be happy with it. You can't be content with like, okay, I'm smoking crack, I'm just gonna stay, or I'm drinking, I'm just gonna stay drinking. No, if you if you like, hey, I, I had enough, I just keep messing up. 
I, I want this platform to build big enough so we can, you know, have somebody have different people. That's the kind of people like the professors I want to talk to that can actually connect these people that I'm talking to until, you know, to they to their deliverance until they uh you know to they heal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand. I got it. I yeah. got it. So so what what are you, what are you doing right now? I know I know you I know you driving trucks, but uh you also are in school and you studying it studying uh divinity, right? Yes. Uh, theology. Or, or, or theology. Theology. Yes, yeah. Um tell me how that's going and, and what, what have you learned so far while <laughs> why you've been studying this stuff? Uh um school. I go well, I go to Liberty University. Uh, what I've learned uh is is uh so much more about the detail of the Bible. Like I knew I knew the stuff in vague. Uh I thought I knew a lot uh, before when this uh the, the class I'm in right now where I just finished was apologetics. And apologetics, I didn't even know what apologetics was, but apologetics is uh, you know, the, having a defense for your faith, and the way that that we had that we did, it make you well versed in the stuff that you read. So we went, we couldn't just read and then take the test because you're gonna see that stuff again. Uh, but it, it makes you better equipped for handling people that don't believe or handling people that you know just don't care what you got to say. You know, it's 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 a it's an answer for every single thing. And the Bible, you know, the Bible tells it to be that way. I always have a ready. Have your testimony ready like you gotta be loaded you know because people come and they say the most you know social media we know the platform of social media can go you know so many different ways i, I see the most serial stuff of people talking about the faith they don't believe and all that but uh school school kind of honed me in and, and uh it gave it gave me more weaponry i say that it gave me a lot more weaponry so if 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 you're gonna be talking to people who's been through stuff, mm-hmm. um, it I guess it is is my assumption. Well, I, I it's not even an assumption because I know, but for the audience, that you know, they're probably wondering what have you been through. Um, so I want you to answer two things: was was your journey part of why you want to do this podcast? Uh, is that the motivation? And um, also. Go ahead and elaborate on what your journey was. Okay, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, my journey um, it absolutely uh, sparked the 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 hunger of people that was in, from the same ruins as me. Uh, my journey started, uh, you know, it, it's sad. It, you know, it's sad, but it's a typical, you know, uh, black family. You know, just my mama and you know, I got four brothers and sisters. Um, on my mama's side, you know, uh, it's uh, and you the oldest. Yeah, I'm the oldest, yeah, yeah. And it, and it and it start it it started kind of ruins. Like you know, we was you know, um, no government assistance. We we was we was uh, my mama just made the best out of every situation. You know, she made the pro. I always used to tell her she made the projects feel like we was in a built more suite because how she decorated. You, you walk inside the house is decorated like it's a mansion. So. Uh, Seeing her work hard, two jobs sometimes, sometimes not eating. <laughs> she, I remember uh, one time in particular, she, she, uh, I knew she had eight. She was working at this place called Rolling, and we, I think we had Oodles News that day, that week. Like we, it was kind of you know short at the end of the, the month, and she passed out on the on the couch for being so tired. 
and I just had my bulls ooze noodles. I wanted, I was hungry too, but I took it, you know, uh, set it beside her, and then she thought that was like the most sweetest thing. But <laughs> I just, I, I felt, I felt uh, her sacrifice showed me so much, and what I was seeing outside contradicted of what I what I needed to be for her. So I had to make a choice. Like we, you know, we all could have, we could have went this way, we could have went that way, and I chose. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know disappoint my mom in that way have her bailing me out or you know uh the inmate if you want to speak to the inmate press nine like you know i i didn't want to take her down that way so uh you know i I did i did young men stuff but for the most part most part i uh i always had her in mind i always had not disappoint her in mind mostly you was the first one out of our group out of you know and it's a group of us Probably, man, we we ten deep, and deep. we still tight all to yeah. this day. Yeah, um, you were the first one to get married. Mm-hmm. You were you were the first one to take that step. Yeah, um, which was a huge step, and we were young. I think you was probably twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very young man to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't the first one to have a, a child. You was just the yeah. first one to get married. So, yeah. um, take take me from high school, Brandon to you making the decision at 22 to get married like fill that in for me okay uh high school man i was you know i call myself a, a quiet person uh you had I, you had hair too so I, I mean i just want to throw that out there you had some hair yeah i did not much now no. <laughs> I, mean, I got none yeah, ain't nothing up there now we both had fishing so <laughs> <laughs> we had good ideas though we had waves and all that yeah, we did. Uh, we enjoyed. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed the hair that we had. Yeah, we, we did. We, and we got I enjoyed it more than you it. did, though. I, I, because I, I did, I did, I did those three sixties. I did the, yeah. I did yeah. the fro. I did the uh, cornrows. I, I yeah. even had some little, uh, some little finger waves twists in there. I had a fro. It's great though. I had, I had a small fro. It's great that you can put some, some little. My mom tried to put some little twist on there, but it was real, real, real short. <laughs> well, yeah, man. But yeah. uh High school, man. You know, I was, I was, I was. I think I was. Um, I was. My crew was all that I needed. Like you know, you know, people going. You're going to start meeting people and knowing people, but that's all. I, I, I was never really that good at making friends and keeping them. Then I was. Uh, I just. I feel like us nine, ten was all I needed. You know, uh, going from uh, going to Smith, then going to Page, then going to. Uh, Graduating to Asheboro, we jumped around a lot. My mom moved a lot. Like you knew, you know, she she uh she'd get a job or summer change and she got to move and I thought she was running, I thought she was running from us and we kept nah. find, we kept finding y'all. Yeah, hey, it seemed like that. Look, <laughs> bro, when I bought this Asheboro, she was like, they just came all way. But that but that showed that, that showed our crew though. I, I uh I have a lot of conversations about people like if you don't have a crew like that, like we was tight. Like we was like we couldn't escape each other. Even me and you, yeah. like the Navy, yeah. we kept we continued on, you know, uh as we got older. But yeah, uh high school, I just was a regular dude. I wasn't, you know, nothing, nothing special. Uh I just uh real quiet, man. I, I was quiet. I talked to the people I knew. You know, that's that's that was basically me in high school. Uh I think what pushed me mostly and, and we used to talk about this a lot, about getting married and having a family is because we came from ruins so we wanted to be 
uh, go against the status quo so bad. At that young age, yeah. I was like, man, I'm not going – if I have a child, I'm going to be the best dad ever. Yeah. And I really stuck to that, you know. So, yeah. And I knew the right way to do it was to, to marry uh, my ex-wife now, was to marry her because uh, I got her pregnant. And I was like, okay, I'm in that same dilemma my dad was with my mom. But in this this thing, I'm going to make a good woman. I'm going to make a honest woman out of it. I'm going to marry her. And, you know, the, the rest is – well, the rest ain't history, but you know, <laughs> it kind of it kind of ended. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a um, you know it's life life. I learned a lot so much in those those twelve years of marriage that uh, I can't even really be mad because I learned a lot about her and me. I learned what I could take and learned what I can't take. Uh, so it's it's a it was a gradual process that I think needed to happen because I felt like just getting married was the uh end all be all uh that it will it will it would fill in those spots that not knowing my dad not you know uh you know just just different things in life that i feel i had holes in marriage marriage can't just come in and fill those holes you, you do have to put in work you do have to be attentive and you know take criticism and all that so uh yeah man i mean that uh it, that pushed me to get married young. I, I really didn't consider the age because I knew the feeling that I had uh, for her, and I never had that feeling. You know, I mean, even though I was a baby, she she kind of like took my breath away when I you know when I met her. So I like this got to be something. This got to be the, the one. You know, right? But you know, sometimes you know, sometimes the one look like two eleven. So you 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 mentioned your pops, right? Recently. Well, I wouldn't say recently. It's been years. But uh growing up you didn't have a relationship with him. No. And I remember having conversations with you when you was like, I don't want no relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then that same woman that you made your wife mm-hmm. uh encouraged you to develop or reach out mm-hmm. and start a relationship with them you didn't want to do it i remember you calling me and asking me what what i think mm-hmm. and i was like man yeah your wife is absolutely white absolutely right man this is this is what you should do mm-hmm. and take it from me i lost my pops when i was eight yeah if my if my dad didn't have a relationship with me he was still alive mm-hmm. ain't nothing more than i want than that uh yeah. right so uh eventually you was like you know what i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. started off rocky yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell me how it is now, and and if you know if you you don't regret anything, or if you regret anything uh, for reaching out. Uh, now, man, it's it's it's, it's a whole lot better. Um, we 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 have some some places that we still working on, but for the most part, it's like a hundred percent better. Uh, the thing that I that I was lacking growing up was that big old why. Like you know, I think that's every child that dad not in like around this is a why like why what what if you if you're capable of being there why ain't you why like what was the reason and when when i met him he came he was like hey he said i know you want i know you want to have a conversation i'm like yes like i mean yeah and he the thing i loved was the fact he didn't shy away from him. you know that, that much time passing you don't know how to approach me you don't know what you don't know if i got a gun in my pocket <laughs> Uh, but he was he, he was he was he was open and he was like, hey, we have to hash this out. We have to talk about it. And 
once I once I did, I felt a whole lot better, and I learned a whole lot of more information that I didn't know. Uh, I learned that me and him was a whole lot alike. Like not even growing up together, I was so much like him. Uh, we, we we almost identical looking. Like it's it's just a it's a uh, you know just 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 learning just learning to accept somebody and understand that he made a mistake he made a mistake that we can't fix at all and you know people can say well you know even me i'm like man i wouldn't do that to my son that's my son but you never know what conditions may come up not saying you you would willingly want to do that but sometimes there's so many walls you get like man i done bust through 15 walls there's 16 ones man it's it's whooping me like I tried my best. I, I done been in a situation, um, and I love my kids to death, where I was like, man, just just seeing them is like jumping through fire hoops, like just to pick them up and take them out. So I, I, I could start to kind of like identify with him a little bit, not not for the fact of not being there for me, but the fact of he human. You know, I had to, I had to really sit down, but me human, like. He just took. He just made a terrible decision not to be around and watch your boy grow up. Like I, I couldn't miss Gabe. Uh, you know, and, I, and I'm capable of being. I couldn't do it. Like, I don't care who. You know, my ex moved on to who she with. None of my kids. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You know, but he, good dude, great dude. You, you meet him, you love him, man. Uh, real, real good energy. Uh, you know, I got two sisters by him, uh, Taylor and Casey. Love them, you know they 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 my family too. Um, it's just uh, just just breaking the ice of no, learning to do. That was the hardest part, and uh, right. my ex wife had a lot to do with that. A lot. Well, well, what was, was the what was, what was the challenges, man? Like like tell me, tell, take me inside of your in, inside of your heart, man. Like what was the challenges? And because remember, you didn't even want to do it at first. No, it, no. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, me and you joined the Navy at the same time. And your pops was in the Navy. Yeah. So yeah. when uh, the person that was recruiting us found out your pops was in the Navy, mm-hmm. he was like, you know what? It's very easy for me to find out what this guy's at. Right. Right. And he was like, do you want me to do it? And you and like, I I could see the stronghold. Like you you your pride was like, no, yeah. I don't want you to do it. But right. you didn't want to say at the same time you didn't want to say no. Yeah. I think the curi- the curiosity and your pride both was kind of wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he found out where he was at and he was like, look, this is his number right here, man. You know, if mm-hmm. you want to call him, call him. Mm-hmm. You thought about it, and then you called him and we got the voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um can't remember if you left a message or not. Nah, that did. was it. Yep. That was it yep. from there. Yep. Like uh so that was one instance. I don't even know if your pops know that, man, but that was one nah, he don't. He that, don't. that happened. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that was 2001. And then mm-hmm. here it is, you get married, what, 2003? 2004. 2004. You get married three years later. Mm-hmm. And then probably a year after that is when your wife was like, you probably need to. Yeah, that's the perfect okay, time. So, that's right. All right. So yeah. uh, I, I got a decent memory. So yeah. so, <laughs> so here it is. 2001 was like the first first time that you could you could really just hey just just get this man a call 2005 you had another opportunity and you did it tell me everything that you had to fight internally to make that decision let me go ahead and call this guy in 2005 uh man that that probably was like the that was the hardest phone call that was the hardest 
moment up until that point in my life because I felt like I felt like reaching out to him. This is this is my honest feelings. I felt like reaching out to him was telling my mama, you know, I don't know. I felt like I was betraying my mama. Like, and I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I was because I was like, man, he won't never hear. You know, I shouldn't have to reach out to him and him. You know, I'm I'm the son. You know, I shouldn't have to reach out to him. And the more like talking to you, and but it was so many, so much confirmation that I at least owe myself to do this. Like if you, if you, if I talk to him, he just ended up being the worst dude in the world. You know, okay, I can live with that. Now I have a closure to now. I don't want to talk to you at all. Like I ain't got nothing to do. So it, it's, it's the flip side when you talk to him. You're like man, he's a lot. Like we are a lot alike. So yeah. it, it it make you kind of like, dang. He human, like you know. That, that's when that thing started. But it's it wasn't that it was not that easy. I'm making, I'm talking like it would, but it was not easy for me. I'm a very very uh, uh, stubborn and sometimes and prideful person. So when I when I get in my uh, feeling of something, it's hard for me to switch it. Like you know, especially right. if I know, you know, I, I I did nothing to put you, for you to put me in this position. I didn't ask to be here, but him him. Um, you know him owning up, him him manning up, and I mean I think I think that's the biggest thing he could have did. Like he manned up, and was like he said, hey, you know I'm, I'm I'm you turned out great, you turned out amazing. You know without my help, like you know I'm just so I, I just wish we had more time. I still, he's my dad still say this today. Uh, I think it hit him periodically. He see me or he hear me talking. Uh, he still said it today. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 y'all it was, got it was, plenty of time though. Y'all yeah, got yeah, plenty of time. Yeah, man. Y'all, I, yeah. I think y'all doing phenomenal, man. To be honest yeah. with you, Spe- yeah. But but and, and I and I know that because I know where you came from as far as how you felt about him. I, yeah. like I, I I heard everything from probably age fourteen, yeah. all the way up to the time where you actually started talking to. Him. Like I heard everything. Yeah. I heard yep. the frustration. Yeah. I heard I heard you saying. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to him. You know what I mean? I, I you know, I, all the things. You know, I won't put yeah. everything out there, but I heard all that. Yeah. So to yeah. see where y'all were at now, man, that's phenomenal, bro. I ain't yeah. even front, man. Y'all, I think, I think y'all both both deserve kudos for that, man, because y'all yeah. both putting in work. And and just right. like you said, you prideful and stubborn. Where do you think you mm-hmm. get that from? Exactly. Same way. Right. That's why I so, say we just like. Yeah, you know I mean, so two <laughs> right. two prideful and stubborn dudes that you know, yeah. uh, there's this cut from the same cloth yeah had to put they put, had to put all that aside yeah to to start what y'all started man so i think that's right. dope my right. question though is this this is not unique to just you it's so many people in that situation as a matter of fact uh your your story helped me a year later uh with a guy that i was working with that was in the same situation the wow. difference was is like your dad was in another state mm-hmm. his dad was down the street man right um and had another family you know what i mean so like he talked to me we was on watch on the ship and um he was telling me i don't know what to do you know i don't know if i need to talk it was all the same feelings you was having and i was able to share your story with him and he was able to say you know what let me go ahead and let me go ahead and go call this dude right uh, I don't know how it ended, but I know I know they they started a relationship. Um, right. But what what is your advice? Because that's not it's like I said, it's not unique to you. It's a lot of people in that situation who uh, grew up without their father, but know who their father is. Right. And uh, 
won't take that first step to starting some type of relationship and seeing what's there what's your advice to people that's in there in, in those shoes uh i think the first thing is uh identifying uh for the father the father to the son i think it's uh, allowing him that space to to feel and to and just to get it all out because it's gonna come out some way like uh uh allowing allowing your child to to go through the, the, the go through the pain like uh, go through the the blaming period go through because it's only going to help you in the long run. So if you try to suppress a kid when they want to really let their feelings out and you suppress it, you know, it's going to come out in some way. That's, you know, that's a volcano. So then you just, you just got pressure on top of anger and rage, you know, that, that make the worst situation. So my dad was good at just giving me that space. Like, okay, I, I know, I know you got something to say. I know something you got something to ask. Let's do it. You know, you got, you got it. It's tough. You know, uh, um, like you said, we know a lot of people that, have kids you know probably not not you know active in their lives and to, to, to just to start up a conversation that's that's the hardest thing that's what my dad told me said man it was just so hard to just start up talking to you because I, I don't know you like I mean we don't know each other you don't know you had to ask me certain things about my, my childhood he did not know nothing about so finding finding the courage to just say hey we got to have this conversation we're gonna have this conversation and I want you to tell me everything. If it's all bad, if it's curse words, if it's whatever, you got to get that out. If you a child, if you the child, you have to you have to allow you have to know that your your, your parent is human too. They make mistakes, just like uh, you know stuff we got whoopings for. It's the same thing, just on a broader scale, a larger scale. Uh, but. First, first, first notice that you know you come from that. You wouldn't be here without that parent. So I still think they still get a form of respect, even if you in anger. You know, you still can be mad and not, and not be disrespectful. You know, and then sometimes you you do you might get into the disrespectful realm, but always give them that that that, that gap for error. You know, hey, you messed up. Um, this is how I felt about that. You know, but they still your parent. I had to come to that terms because I was I was raised. It was raised because <laughs> you're a grown because you're a grown yeah. man. Yeah, right. You know, what yeah. I mean? so you probably feeling like, look, man, I, look, man, we're the same size. Yeah, you know, what I mean? think like, I can whoop. Hey. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but just, just, just knowing when I when I talked to him, like, I, like I said, I, I gave him, I started giving him that gap error. So now I can't uh, that gap of error. I, I can't. I can't. I couldn't judge because at that time I was going through my own set of problems with my my uh, ex-wife, and I'm I'm saying like, dang, this is hard. <laughs> like yeah. this is hard. Like this is yeah. not easy. And right. you know, the first thing if you if you're not already rooted, the first thing to do is the boat. That's man and woman. I'm out. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what he did. He, he left. He left and went to the navy. Never came back. Uh, yeah. So that yeah, that that, that was a. So, so let me ask you this though. Mm-hmm. Let's flip it on the other side to the other parent, your mom. Do you think the way she handled it, the the whole situation? Do you think she was trying to protect you from something the whole time? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, most definitely. She uh, she she was she would always tell me um, it was it was it was it was encouragement, but it was a, a shot of reality. She was like, uh, they're gonna they're gonna. One day they're gonna they're gonna wish that they were around you, like you know. She, and, and that was her way of making me feel better about the whole situation. For her way of making me feel better was saying stuff like that. Uh, some stuff that she held to the vote, what she held back, 
that I found out later. I feel like I should have known, known, but um, she did the best she could, and she 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 was only trying to shield me to 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 you know protect me. And you know, I take my hat. She never talked bad about my dad. Uh, you know the typical, uh, you know, he ain't nothing. You know, you ain't gonna be nothing. Like she never, I never heard her say nothing ill towards about him. If anything, she was relating something good and a good quality in me to him, you know, like that. But. I think the way she handled it was, it was great, you know. But fi- finding stuff out, like talking to my dad, finding different things out, it made me. It, I went back and asked him. <laughs> I wanted to know, but you know, it was some, it was some, you know, some mismatching stuff, and that's why that goes to show. It's it's always two sides, three sides, right, 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 hers and the truth. So, um, I found the stuff I found out. It wasn't detrimental, but I was like, yeah, I could have. Could have found that out a little earlier, but yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, but from from when you look at it, like you said, there's always three sides to a to a story. You yeah. know, his, hers, and the truth. Mm-hmm. Even the his and hers is their truth. That's right. Like, ain't ain't nobody go try to lie to their child, but right. they're telling you their perspective, and that's their truth. Right, right, right. right. So right. E- even even though even though the truth is 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 somewhere in the middle. Uh, the the actual truth is so in the middle. It's still their truth. They're being right. out. They're being a hundred percent honest, right? With what right. they're telling you, but it's right. just their perspective. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm glad y'all. I'm glad y'all uh, started that relationship, man. Yep. I'm gl- I'm glad. I'm glad uh, your ex wife encouraged you to do it. I'm glad, um, you know, that take a lot of courage to step out and do that, man, because uh, like I said, man, I know where you came from uh, with your mentality and how you felt about it. Yeah. I Man, it was, I thought it was a miracle, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like, your, your your thought process on doing it was like, nah, man, ain't no way yeah. in the world. Oh. Ain't no way. Yeah. You the only one that can tell it, though, that's tell the story. Because you, you the one I would, tell, I would say it to most because, like, it was, it, was a, it was still a personal issue to me. It was very, very personal and it was a sensitive issue so the more i thought about it the, the harder i got with it like man i don't want to meet this dude at all like oh man well you know he gonna be i don't care i don't i don't, I don't care he people he, he progressing the name because i was looking at it like you progressing and your life is so great and my mama gotta use food stamps every month <laughs> like, right right, right. That, that, that was right. that's what that was fueling me so yeah but you know like you said man where we at now is is uh is amazing and you know he's he a real good man. He's a good man. You know I'm glad I'm glad I, I actually learned to got the chance to learn and uh, meet him and learn him. You know, so, so what what's the what's the biggest thing that 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 blew your mind when you met him? Like golly, man, this is really my pop. Like like yeah. what like what was it? The similarities or yeah. was it something he said or was it something he did where you was like I would do it that way or was yeah. it mannerisms? Like what was the biggest thing that blew your mind? When you walked up and was like, "Man, I want to be mad at this dude so bad, but I can't." Yeah, I, I, uh, a couple of things. The first time when I first seen him, the first time, my oldest sister on, on his side, Casey, we was walking away. We asked, we actually went to celebration station. We was walking away, and she said, uh, "Y'all walk the same. Y'all even got y'all even got the same walk." So That's crazy. I stopped paying attention to more. So I had he had invited us up to Philadelphia to his house. Uh, me and Ebony and Des. And uh, I was, uh, we were sitting at the breakfast table, and when I, the way I cut my pancakes up, I don't use a knife. I just tear them up like a kid. Like I tear them up into little, 
And when I was doing it, I'm just tearing my stuff up. I'm looking down, and uh, they say, look up. Look, hey, look at y'all. He doing the exact same thing. Like, he tearing his wow. up. So, so, so the stuff, like, I was telling my mom one time, I said, it's funny for you not to grow up with somebody, how they download into your DNA anyway. So, you know, that that, that goes to further say, hey, you got to, it's almost like battling you. You can't battle you for so long. Right, man. right. So, yeah, those two things for for sure. It was it was more stuff. We played basketball. He uh he loved Jordan though. Um, he we played basketball. He uh he could he could play. He he, he could shoot. Uh, yeah. was real good on defense. Could jump. Uh, so it, it just you know it was a real good time. That's crazy man. Yeah. yeah, I mean you can't you can't you can't escape that though, man. Like right. when you really put it in perspective, yeah, you got to be honest and just I mean just simply put it. In, in terms that we can understand, like you came out of that man's balls, like you used to be in his balls. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's no other way to say it. Insane. Right. Yeah, there's no like you used to be inside of him. There's no yeah. other way to say that, bro. Right. Like, right. So I mean, how, how, like you know, if I if I could say something to someone, yeah. Uh, you do. I mean, any opportunity you get, if your dad is still alive and on Earth. And y'all don't have a relationship. You got to connect with that man because you yeah. came out of that man. Right, right, absolutely. So put out, pull out, pull all the pride aside. Yeah, go find that man, develop that relationship. It'd probably be the best thing that you ever done. Absolutely, I guarantee you, man. Absolutely. So uh, that that's 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 my advice. Let's let's switch it from from your parents. Let's switch it to uh, something you mentioned earlier. You you did mention your ex wife. How did your ex-wife become your ex-wife? Like, mm. take me, take me, because I understand that that was one of the darkest times, yeah, uh, of your of your life, and yeah. it it ultimately cost you your navy career. Yes, just just yes. just just from trying to deal with that personal stuff and and deal with the navy, which is a whole beast in itself, right? You know, because right. it's cut it, the navy's cutthroat. The Navy is uh, competition everywhere. The Navy is you have to perform so you can t- continue to serve. Right. Like you got to be a hundred percent on, and, and, and you you do. So yeah. if you're preoccupied mentally with what's going on at the crib, it's going to be hard for you to do what you need to do uh, career wise. So ultimately, you end up getting out because of that. Yeah. Um, take me through that whole process. Okay. Um- we 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 met uh first off i met her in um 2003 october around halloween like it was like well, it was like around like october 18. uh three months later <laughs> i asked her to marry me so at, at 21 three three months later i asked this woman to marry marry me uh at the time i was like i said i was 21 she was 19. um the following july we got married. Y'all was y'all was babies. We was babies. So, uh, growing up with her, um, okay, we, we we met each other at a time when we were supposed to be actually dating and learning each other. So our honeymoon phase, we we still was learning each other, and then the actual marriage, we still was learning each other. Marriages you keep on learning anyway, but we were we were still kind of like strangers in a full blown marriage. So it's so much that I didn't know about her. It was so much that she didn't know about me. I didn't know how to be a husband. She didn't know how to be a wife. Uh, we had this kid that's bonding us together and making us learn, but it didn't make the process easy, easier. Uh, actually, like it just made it a little tougher. I, I knew 
the man go to work and provide. So I did that. We wanted the best of saving money. Like anything that could, the Murphy's Law was my marriage. <laughs> anything that could happen, bad, is gonna happen, and it did. Uh, but like I like I said, when I met her, it was it was just something totally different about her. She was not she was not normal. Like you know, she was just she just and I I had been you know been around. Uh, she just was so different from everybody I met. And I was like, this got to be it. This got to be the one. You know, I don't care how old I am. And I was really set on that. Like, you know, we are gonna get married. You know, this this I'm a I'm gonna be. And I, it was it was a little bit of me trying to be better than what my dad was because I didn't want to fall into that. You know, this kid over here, this kid over here, this kid over there. I want to say oh, I got this one. We're gonna have my kids by her, and this is what I'm gonna be with. Um, hard times hit. We was in Norfolk. Um, you know struggling you know we we trying our best to keep our marriage together uh we breaking up sometimes she go home and then come back and you know the rhythm and roll all this uh i go to recruiting uh recruiting uh more term more we actually split for a good amount of time like almost a year then um in that process you know you meet other people you know and it kind of like just start driving the wedge you know and the love gonna bring you back, but you still can't. You still gotta jump over the wedge to get back to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And the more we did that, you know, it started becoming like, okay, we can't take it. Let's take a break. And you know, we kept we kept doing that. Um, we was bringing more people in our marriage, which led up to um, to us actually getting set. Well, actually, me before the divorce, uh, me going to Aztec School in Virginia, coming back home finding out all this craziness uh, that was going on. So my mind, like you say, the Navy is very, very, very highly, highly competitive. So uh, I was on the, I was actually on a good track to to shoot off because I had, I had the qualifications. I had, I had all I, I needed. Yeah, I, I was, I was good I with it. I, made I remember that had, I remember that had, and I always think about that myself, man, because me and you joined the Navy at the same time and yeah. Our plan was to finish this thing out together, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So I always think about that as it's getting close to it, year twenty for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I always think like, man, we supposed to both be together, right? You know yeah. what I mean? And I think and I think about what what uh, what changed that trajectory when you're on recruiting duty and they're 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 about to open up and roll the red carpet out for you and say, hey. We're going to give you this. Yeah, are you yeah. ready for it? And pretty much, you you turned it down. I turned it down. Yeah, that, because that, you were so stressed. Yes, I couldn't. I couldn't focus. I, I uh, and I consider myself a strong-minded person, man. But it was like so much weighing on me. My 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 only daughter at the time, and my wife, they moved from uh, South Carolina where I was recruiting at back to Greensboro, and that that time frame was like the worst. That was the worst time because I I, I needed it then. Like I did like the, the the pressures of recruiting, and then you got turmoil in the home in the house. You know you don't really want to jump out there, but it's almost like that's what being that's you being pushed out there. Um, yeah, and that's that's kind of what was happening. Um, she she that was like the worst time for that to happen. And then for it to happen again, that made us actually well, actually made me make a decision to stay back. And not get on a plane when I had just finished uh, Aztec school to fly to uh, Panama to meet the ship. 
that was detrimental because that that that's when they counted me as uh UA. But I had I had you know I hope <laughs> the clearance to do it. It just I didn't want to kick the the uh, the chief under the bus who who did it because he obviously was backpedaling and scared. But yeah, it, it's just it was a uh, I think I think uh, the lack of of me being fully a man in the situation, not not waiting on if something wrong for her to come and apologize. Because sometimes you never you're never gonna get that apology. You just still gotta operate in what you are. Like you know, I I would get mad. Like like the stubbornness. I get in that stubbornness. You ain't saying no, I ain't saying that. Take off. You know, come home. Not we ain't talking. That's how awkward is that. You walking around. You walk past each other in the kitchen, and you ain't talking to each other. You know, almost touch yeah. each other shoulder to shoulder. So I was. That's one of them things I learned. Like you know, uh, you know, don't don't let the sun go down on being mad. Like because it's it can take a simple thing, just a conversation. You might still be in your feelings, but I'm not going to be mad at you, like because it, it grows, it grows. So right. that thing start turning into resentment, and that resentment is hard to fight off a person. Once they would start resent you, it's hard to fight, hard, hard fight. So now that you you kind of describe how your marriage went and how it got dissolved and all that stuff, man. What's your number one advice, man, for married couples, especially young married couples? Like, like what, like. As a matter of fact, take it before you get married. Mm-hmm. What's your number one advice for young couples that are thinking about getting married? Uh, then what's your advice for young couples who already made the decision and they've already gotten married? Oh, it's the it's the same for both. Counseling, counseling, counseling. I think uh, when I actually went to counseling, it just showed me a lot about myself. More than I thought I already knew. But what it do is put y'all on common ground. And I say counseling, that that's 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 the the the, the structured thing you should do. But you, you gotta be equally yoked with somebody. You have you have to be on one accord. I'm not saying, you know, uh a person gotta just be a full blown full blown pastor, but if that's the life you live in, you don't want somebody who's in a club every single day. Cause you're already starting off on the, in the negative. You're already starting off with a setback. Not saying that person can't change, but who 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 willingly want to put themselves at a disadvantage? Nobody. So if you if you pick your person, make sure that person is is somebody that that um, agrees with your lifestyle. Y'all have the same goal with similar goals. You ain't gonna have the exact same goals, but y'all going in the same direction. You don't want nobody going this way. You going this way. It's not gonna work. So for that for that person that's thinking about getting married, um, learn 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 the person. I mean, it's it's no time limit. You don't have to. Do like I did three months and then jump into marriage like the next year. Like you don't have to do that. You can date and date. You know, that's what dating is for. Like it's almost testing candidates. Like it sounds crazy, but it's true. You're making sure that this person is the right fit for my lifestyle. So counseling, communication. I think communication is probably the biggest thing. Uh, People say trust and loyalty. No, because if you communicate, Trust and loyalty will automatically be okay because you're gonna already know where the person stands. People have, people lean so so much on trust and loyalty when they have no communication. So if I ain't talking to you, it's harder for me to trust. Like, man, did you really go down there? I mean, it get like that. So if I'm communicating with you, it's almost like a a, a a sports team, a coach. If he constantly talking to his player, it's almost like he part of the game. It's like he in there. Same same with our marriage. Like we gotta. Uh, well, same with the marriage to be for that person who ain't married yet. But 
you have to constantly communicate, over communicate. Oh, and I was bad at that. I was terrible at that. I was, I, I, I'm, I'm still working on it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a thing because sometimes you don't feel like you have to divulge everything. But with women, you do. You can't. You leave something out, and they remember that thing thirty years from now. You know, you, you might as well just tell it all. Like, man, this is it. Like, this, 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 this. You know, and let them deal with the, uh, with the rest of it. Uh, for that person who already married, uh, I say the same. Find, find counseling, and just, just. Uh, I think with, with, a, with a work, uh, this counselor suggested uh, every week you have like a, a time that you just. You know, y'all talk about stuff like how how the week is going and all this stuff. How y'all, how y'all, uh, how you feel about the other person? If, if anything has made you mad, if you're weak at work, or like it's just like kind of like a debriefing time. Because what happens is not debriefing in those weeks. When you get to six months down the road, it's a it's already a volcano. So communication, I feel, is like the biggest. The miscommunication can just deteriorate your whole anything. Thing. That's anything. That's in business. That's in anything. If you're not communicating, you're gonna you're gonna fall off. You're gonna self implode. That's all good advice, man. Counseling is is very important. People yeah. um, people underestimate counseling, especially in the black community. We underestimate the importance of that, and it doesn't have to be through your church. It doesn't have no. to be Christian counseling. No. Like you know, a professional counselor is still good because it's a it's someone that's uh that's uh, a mediator yeah it's someone that's not going to pick sides if right. they're if they're professional enough and trained enough mm-hmm. they're not going to pick sides and they got you know they're going to have your best interests at heart they want right. they want the best for the relationship you know right. if, if you're their client so their advice is going to be sound and you know sometimes a immature person might not like what they're saying because right. most people want to be right all the time but counseling is very important and you're right communication is very important as well uh and we hear that a lot but we don't know what that really means um but uh yeah i think you hit the nail on the or hit that nail on the head is it so to speak um so i think we're going to wrap up with like 47 minutes right now i just interviewed you uh we we got i got a little bit of intrusive uh, I think I think I asked some some personal stuff, man. You was upfront with it. You were honest about it. Uh, I like that. So, um, how do you, how do you think this is going to be going moving forward? As far as you interviewing your first, second, third guest, like uh, yeah, like how, how do you see yourself getting intrusive? And then who are you calling out right now? Just you ain't got to throw the name out there, but. In your mind, do you know who you want your first interview to be? Yes, I do. Uh, the, 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 the way you approached the interview, you did you did pull out stuff that uh, I think I think the the way you asked the question it it, it allowed me to paint uh, a picture for the audience so they can kind of like peek into who I am outside of what I'm trying to do with uh, from the desk of a sooner. I do know. I know like the first 10 people <laughs> that, that I want to uh, interview. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to be reaching out to every last one of them. Um, it's, 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 it's more about, man, that's, that's, that's what I want to, you know, uh, say last about, it's, it's about us helping us. We, we, everybody been distancing themselves because nobody wants to see the other person rise. But when you go on the plane, we like, look, 
we all going to be like we going to make it there. I may make it there later than you do, or I might make it there first, but we all going because every tool I got and use to make my spacecraft to get there, I'm going to give you the same tools to do the same thing. So that's all I'm trying to I'm getting those people that society looks at as the rejects. You know, I, my, one of my, I always say this, I say, uh, never walk past somebody on the corner or somebody who's less fortunate because that person can turn into your CEO. It, it, what would be worse, you walk past this person and treat them bad and, you know, God be like, all right, well, you, you counted them out, but you ain't know you had a doctrine. <laughs> he just fell right. hard, you know. So I always treat everybody I meet, um, you know, that I was the, the same, you know, treat the, treat the uh, janitor like the president. You do, because because it's, it's not easy. It's, it's 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 human courtesy, and everyone deserves the least respect. So, right. yeah. But I yeah, I got I got my I got an idea. You know, I talked to you a little bit La- about it. Yeah. Last question. La- last question. Then I want you to close this out. Last question. Do you think anytime in the future you interview Don? Oh man, uh, that'll be a bro. That'll be a that'll be a dope one. That'll be real dope. Man, I dang, I ain't never, I ain't even, they ain't even crossed my mind. Man, yeah, that, that, I will. Yeah, that would be a, it really would though. And I probably learn more. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 dang. That would be good, man. That would be really yeah. good. Yeah. That would, yeah. yeah. That, that, that'd be tight, man. All right. Look, close us out. Let us know what to expect. Okay. And um and then give you some of your best advice right now, uh just in general. Okay. Be on the lookout from from the desk of a center. Uh, like I told you guys, it's, it's a platform for for no matter what walk of life you are. Not if you're not content, if you happy where you at and it's it's not good, I don't think I need to talk to you. I need to talk to people that wanna that want to do better and for certain circumstances that kept them in wherever place they in. Uh overcomers people that want to achieve more that is that's who i want to sit down and talk to uh if you know somebody if you know uh anybody that beat something accomplished something very great like that to me that's great you, you come from something bad and turn nothing into something that's amazing to me and i would love to talk to you um you can find me on from the decibel center on youtube you can uh the podcast is coming soon with the with help of yours truly um y'all just 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 tune in man tune in and uh you know uh just just you know just give me a listen uh some advice i can give uh you got something in your head you got an idea you got a, a goal uh we've been waiting too long go for it go for it did somebody learn how to do something you may be opening the door for somebody else go for it you don't owe you owe yourself and the people who care most about you to manifest your gift. You got you owe it to yourself. So do it. Do it. That's all I say, man. <laughs> I think that's dope, man. Hey, look. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. This has been the first episode of Desk of a Center. Your host, Brandon Trapp. I just interviewed him. I think it went very well. Uh, think about if you want to come on this platform and tell your story. Uh, so you can help a lot of people man so um uh that's it man thank y'all for tuning in see y'all next time peace peace